find out if you're ready for love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. What is your style? Do you have a dress to the nine style? Do you have a casual, comfy style? Do you have a I just throw on whatever's handy style? <laughs> or a wash it and toss it on the bed style? I'm not going to tell you what mine is, <laughs> so, especially considering my guest today because, yeah, I'm just not going to tell you. <laughs> today, I have got a guest. Her name is Mara, and I'm going to mess up her last name, so I'm going to let her tell you. And she has got two style businesses I think you're going to find very interesting. One is, and I love this, The Wandering Parisian and Dating with Style, both are to help people to learn how to create wonderful styles. So, Mara, it's awesome to have you with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, Can't wait to I have fun with you. <laughs> I I can dress to the nines, and I have gorgeous clothes that I love to just go all out, you know, and, and I, I found a great place that has, I, I'm actually six one, so finding clothes that are actually long enough for me is a little complicated sometimes, but um, but yeah, I, I like doing the whole dressing up really nice and all this kind of stuff, but normally I just want comfortable, comfortable, and still looking nice too, so you know, that, that can be a little tricky sometimes, yeah. but I... I love the wandering Parisian. I, I love that title. That's so cool. You know, I think I think we all kind of struggle sometimes because, you know, well, I know like when when I shop, I I love hitting consignment shops because you never know what you're going to find. But then I'll find something I love, but then it's never my size. Of course, then you can't just go down the rack and find another because it's a consignment shop. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but I did I did find a great shop. It actually used to just be on eBay, but now they've they've got a a whole full blown shop and all this. But their prices went like through the roof. But it's so cool when you can find things that you love that are comfortable that also look good. But then we have the problem of we may think it looks good, but does it really look good? How do we fix that mm-hmm. problem? Yeah, no, that's a really, really good question. Um, <laughs> because, you know, we're, we're sort of biased in what we think looks good. Um, really? I, think for sh- I think the first thing I would say is I think everybody should probably know what kind of body type they have or body types. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people will sort of fall in between maybe two camps. Um, like, for instance, I'm pretty short. So I'm about five feet. So I'm petite, but I also carry most of my weight, um, you know, in my, my lower half. So I'm kind of pear shaped. So I have to, you know, there's certain things that you consider. So I would say that number one, people should really have a better understanding of what their body type is. And when you know that, then you can kind of dress to that. You want to highlight the things that you like about your silhouette and maybe diminish things that you're not so keen on. Um, 
in, in your silhouette. And, and so knowing what your body type is will help you do that. Um, but back to your sort of casual um, commentary, that was such a huge thing, obviously, during, you know, 2020, our COVID days, and as they are persisting. You know, and, I, and a lot of designers have taken up that understanding of what the what people are needing and really integrated that into the fashions that we saw this summer and the fashions that we're seeing this fall. So awesome. Yeah, well, it's a win. So many things you see don't look comfortable. And it's like you you should be able to and I mean I, I find this in a lot of stuff that I wear that I I do find things that I I like how they look and they are comfortable, and a lot of that comes from the fabric they're made out of. I mean, I've, mm, I've got stuff yeah. that is made out of a fabric that is the softest, most wonderful feel next to your skin I have ever felt. Oh my goodness! And mm-hmm. and it hangs real nice too. So then when you move, mm-hmm. it moves real nice with you too, which is a win-win-win yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So I I love that. I, yeah. I I literally have people walk up to me and like touch my clothes <laughs> to see what they feel like. And I'm like, okay, people, back off. <laughs> you know? That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, in in being six one, people act kind of funky when they hey, they first meet me anyway. But you know, anyhow. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny, and they're like, "Does that feel as good as it looks?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it does." <laughs> you know, touch the edges, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, you know, for some people, and especially I'll say for women that are going through menopause or premenopause, you know, you you um, because we can talk about that on your show, which I love. Um, you know, you, you kind of have your hot flashes, right? And so the material of the clothes that you wear does become important, you know. And so one thing that I do ask my clients when I'm kind of interviewing them and, and doing sort of this intake is, you know, do you run hot or cold? And it sounds strange, but I do that so we can better more accurately create a wardrobe that is very comfortable like you're talking about, you know, fabrics that breathe and aren't, you know, the, the man-made fabrics that are a little bit more natural. So it does matter, sure. Well, that's a good point because I don't think people think about that sometimes. And, mm-hmm. so, you know, especially if you're going to be wearing something all day, it needs to breathe, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, if you're going to wear it to work, you're going to need it to be comfortable. You know, if you're going to be in and out of different places and that kind of thing, you know, I mean, you don't know if it's going to be hot or if it's going to be cooler or what it's going to be. So, I mean, there are very few situations where you don't need it to be breathable. I, yeah, I guess that's the right way to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Breathable, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I hadn't thought about it like that, but, you know, that's, um, yeah, that's a good point, actually. I like that. That is a very good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But interesting. So give us give us a little bit about how um Wondering Parisian came about. I I love how, how quickly this, this all kinda came together and how the inspiration came about. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that's a good point. It did, it did come kind of quickly. So Wandering Parisian <laughs> came about um, after I spent three months in France with my uh, family. So in 2015, just to kind of give a little background, 2015, I was working in the industry of public health behavior research, and I was doing maternal and child health research. I was a mostly focused on global health. So we were looking at, you know, what were some of the barriers or, you know, contributors for people accessing services and how their environments factored in and how family factored in and customs and belief systems and religion and all those sorts of things that sort of lend to a better, um, more healthy life. So I was really into kind of the behavior of people. And it was a very exciting career, but, you know, it sort of reached its peak and I was a little burned out. And so at the time, my then husband had suggested, hey, you know, I have an opportunity to go to France with my job. What do you think? Would you want to come with me? Do you want to just quit your job and come? And of course, I'm, you know, twist my arm. Sure, am I not? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a tough choice. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so we went, and you know, it was it was one of those things. Again, I was at that transition period in my career, and I knew I wasn't happy. And I needed something different, and uh, I was just enjoying the you know, what France had to offer and how people dressed and, you know, the whole lifestyle, really. But I was yeah. noticing how men and women dressed and how easy they made it look and, you know, but, but didn't go overboard. You know, they, they cared about what they looked like, but not to an excess. And it, it just seemed very easy how they put their outfits together and made them look, you know, cohesive and, and put together. So, I, I immediately thought, you know, that's something that I, that, that really interests me. You know, I'm a creative person. You know, I always thought that I would go into some kind of art field, but I ended up going into public health and, and, and global um, development. And so I, I almost felt like, you know what, maybe I should get, kind of get back to my roots of being more creative and artsy and maybe, you know, doing doing styling. And so when I got back to the U.S., I took classes, I became certified as a stylist, and I started wandering Parisian. And the idea is that in Paris, you know, sort of the mecca of style, you know, if you're wandering the globe, you can really have that style anywhere. So, um, yeah, so that's how it kind of came about. Interesting. Well, and it's interesting to know that... Parisians are stylish and, and don't go to great lengths to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, because I mean, mm -hmm. you, you just—I mean, when when you think of France and Paris, and I mean, you just think style and beauty and all this kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. and exotic and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I I wouldn't have thought easy beauty styling, you know, mm -hmm. that that mm -hmm. wouldn't have come to mind until I read your yeah. stuff. I'm like, really? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> 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 huh. Okay, gotta rethink that. So you know, yeah. that's um, 
that was kind of a, a change of mindset when I was I was looking through your notes and I'm like, well, who knew? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, for the guys, I really found that they were um, they were much more likely to kind of take risks with colors, um, which you don't see a whole lot. You know, most men um, will wear some variety of blue or black. Right. Sometimes you'll see a little bit of purple, sometimes a little bit of pink, but overall, oh, and of course brown. But, you know, yeah. people don't really veer too far away from the safe color, the safe colors. And I think they're, you know, <laughs> you would see men in like sort of burnt orange pants and, Ooh. you know, a shirt that, that, you know, exactly. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, they, they made it work in a way that was effortless looking, you know, that it was just just part of the palette of what was in their closet, and it went with certain things, and, it, and they knew how to wear it. That was the other piece. Um, and for women, I would say, you know, they really knew, well, I mean, this doesn't, this isn't too shocking, but, you know, they know how to wear scarves, you know, they know how to accessorize, and they know how to... Um, you know, put things together in a very sort of elegant and easy way. And, and uh, like I said, it, it just, just didn't seem that difficult, but I don't know. It didn't uh, for here. And I, and I live in D.C., so a lot of the people here, you know, we have a very robust, professional, you know, a lot of times government or government contracting um, workforce that, you know, styling is really not their their number one priority. You know, they all went to <laughs> wonderful schools, but, you know. Well, that was political. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. I try. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say you're right on target with that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Very diplomatic of you. <clears throat> Well, I was That's, part of that world, you know. It's it's very conservative. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> one, one way to put that. Yeah, styles not the main focus. Mm-hmm. Oh my, great. Yeah, I, wow. I've I've got about eighty things running through my head. I want to say, but I'm gonna keep it myself. <clears throat> I, I work really hard not to make political comments on here. <laughs> so, yes. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Especially after some of the hideous masks I've seen people wear. Okay. Um, <laughs> mm, yep, yep, yep. Things I want to say. Okay. Now, you've got you've got two businesses. One is the Wandering Parisian, where you're a wardrobe stylist that works with men and women to create style that fits their lifestyle. And then you've got Dating with Style that helps professional men and women to get back into the dating scene and create updated go-to outfits that gets them a first and a second date. I like that. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of work to go through to get a first date when you're dating. And, you know, you really want to get a second one. Well, okay. There are times you Ideally. don't want a second date, but there are times when you do. Just saying. <clears throat> Being Fair diplomatic enough. again. Yeah. Being diplomatic yeah. again. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I, I like one of your notes about dating while being older. How about dating while being mature? 
mature. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I throw myself, I throw my hat in that ring because, um, you know, I started dating with style based on my own experience. So, right. Wandering Parisian, just to kind of parcel out the two. So, Wandering Parisian came about um, to re- and, and is sort of looking towards targeting folks that are, you know, in their professional world. So they may need some help, you know, having um, a closet really reflects how they want to present themselves um, at work or, you know, maybe transitioning from work to, you know, mommyhood or whatever. You know, some some of my um, clients are moms that, you know, have had babies, they're going to work, they're still breastfeeding. Not a lot is fitting them in the closet because they're in that kind of funky space. They don't, you know, they're not ready to buy a whole bunch of clothes, but nothing is, is really kind of working. And so I work with them too. So it really kind of goes the gamut of, you know, what people's needs, styling needs are. But dating with style was really designed based on my own experience. Um, so just to kind of backtrack to, the, to my story is um, when I did get back to the U.S., a few months after that, my then husband and I decided that, uh, you know, we were, we were going to separate. And so several months after that, I found myself back in the dating world. And, you know, I had been dating since, you know, almost 20 years, you know, since right. the Clinton years, basically. <laughs> since the Clinton it's years. It's changed since then quite a bit. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, things have changed quite a bit. You know, we have apps now, and I, I just didn't know what was going on, to be honest with you. I, I really felt like a fish out of water. Um, now, I knew how to dress myself. I knew how to style, obviously, but it was like all the other stuff that I was struggling with. And so, you know, I knew I was struggling, and I knew that other people were struggling too, and I thought, all right, what is the way that I can kind of get at this that I can actually contribute to what I know is a a known need for people, Um, and it's styling. So I really wanted to target people that maybe they had a spouse pass, and now they're back into the dating scene, or just like me, you know, had gone through a divorce again after several years of being partnered, and you're out in the dating world, and yeah, you can have great professional, you know, clothes, you may have workout clothes, you may have gardening clothes, but going out clothes, (laughs) eh, maybe not so much. So, yeah, so this is to help people get the, the go-to outfits that they need that, that is really kind of easy, but, you know, expresses them and makes them feel good because that's the point. When you feel good, you give off that vibe um, and you show up for your dates. And that, that's really what, what I want for my clients. Well, it helps, it, it helps the confidence. You know, if you know that you look yeah. good, it just helps the confidence. And confidence when you're dating is helpful. absolutely absolutely yep it does make a difference Mm -hmm. all right so what what have you found to be the biggest struggles that your clients are having when they're dealing with their style i'm going to ask you dating next so let's start with style oh okay okay so i would say um, you know, the population that I work with, again, we're, we're a more mature set. 
Okay. But, you know, I think they struggle with, you know, how, how they would kind of come across at, um, on a date or just for a date before and now. So maybe things that look sexy before or their go-tos before, now they're a little bit older and they're in a different stage of life and maybe that doesn't work. So they're like, well, okay, well, what does? So again, I think it goes back to what we had talked about when we first um, started talking was about body type. You know, I think people struggle with body type. How do, now that I have maybe this little belly, guys, you know, men and women, you know, how do I kind of diminish that and highlight what it is that I want to highlight? How do I make, you know, and again, it comes back to the confidence and, and knowing you look good. Um, so I would say that knowing how to dress your body type with the colors that work for you. You know, another, another thing is we change maybe our hair color or, you know, our skin tone isn't maybe the same as it used to be. Um, so, yeah, I would say kind of updating things that work for them now versus what used to work for people. That's true. And even different seasons, maybe you have a tan one part season, maybe another season you don't. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, women change their hair color frequently. So you have one color hair one time and one a different, a different time. Mm -hmm. Maybe weight fluctuates. Good points. Good points. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All of that. So, Huh. Okay. Like I said, things I hadn't thought about. Good. See? So I ask you these questions. Okay. <laughs> so what are some of the, the biggest struggles they have dating? Um, so, and, you know, I, I have interviewed both men and women. Um, just so I bet, to better understand what their you know, what their struggles are. So for guys, I found that, um, and this is probably not going to come as a surprise, but okay. a lot of people that are online and using the apps, um, their struggle is that they see a lot of women, um, and again, these are, these are guys that are, um, looking for women, this could be men looking for men too, but that people, women uh, use a lot of filters and yes. then they show up and they don't really look like their photos. I mean, I yes. cannot tell you how many times guys have told me that. It, it, it's, it's very consistent. And I think what's happening is you know, again, you know, women are older. They want to look younger. They want to look more attractive, which I, I totally get. You know, shoot, I want to. Right. <laughs> but, you know, they put out on their, um, their profiles these filters. And, you know, at some, at some point, you know, the jig is going to be up because you're going to have to meet yeah. in person. So, you know, it, it just seems a little... Um, disingenuous, I would say, to, to do that. But that's what guys are telling me. And women tell me that their biggest struggle for dating is dating guys that are ready for an actual partnership and that just don't want a casual hookup. So even guys that say they want a long-term or a relationship right. um, may, not, may not be ready for it. You know? And I think there's sort of a, a, a maturity element there 
Right. Um, you know, so they may look good. You know, they may, you know, the photos may look good and may show up looking relatively like their photos, but they're <laughs> not at sort of the same level that maybe women are when they go out on dates and what they're looking for. So, right. Like, well, you for know, instance, a guy may say, I want a relationship, but he wants a relationship just because he doesn't want to be lonely. He has no intention of, you know, actually building some thing with somebody, being vulnerable, you know, all these things, and dealing with maybe some of the, the past things that they probably should have dealt with before going on a date. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that yeah. be you? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> You know, the, the thing with using all the filters so that you look so spectacular, but the problem is then when you actually go on a date with them, you want them to recognize you so that you can have a date with them. Because if you yeah. look so different from your picture, you're never going to hook up with them because you're never going to, they're, they're never going to find you for the date because you don't look like your picture. Just, yeah. just a thought, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say like, no, 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 it's me, really. But you don't look like yeah. that. <laughs> no. Well, you know, and I was actually thinking about this. It's like, you know, if you have the, the profile pitches that you really want to have are really a view, and you in the best light, and again, and, it, and I don't mean that in a filter way, but like, you know, if you, if you know what looks good on you and you're, you know, you have a photo that captures you know, you in that outfit or you, you know, in that outfit in, you know, in the park or whatever, the, the, the picture is, it's a nice picture of you. That is possible. I think people just don't think that, you know, it's possible or they don't put the effort into actually creating something that is possible and filters just so much easier to, to do, you know. Mm. Um, or, they, or they just snap lots and lots and lots of selfies, like randomly and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Yeah, and that, that's not good either. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. That's like people that post like 15 pictures of themselves every day on Facebook. It's like, do you really not have anything else to do? But I don't <clears throat> <laughs> Just not a selfie person, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> now, very critical question for you here. If a person says, okay, I want to work on my style, I, I know it probably needs some work. I haven't really focused on this before or not for a long time. Do they have to start from scratch if money is an issue? Or even if it's not an mm. issue, is, is this something you have to do from scratch? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I would say, Again, you know, my services are very individualistic. I take people where they are. And what that means for me as a stylist is, you know, talking with them and what it is that they want, what their goals are, and looking in their closet to see, okay, do you have things that you want to build around or that you have that you want to use, you don't know how to pair? Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of those sorts of things that I start with. Where are we? Um, can we start in the closet? If the person basically says, look, for instance, I lost a bunch of weight. Nothing in my closet fits. Um, or nothing in my closet really reflects me. I, I want to start anew. What I'd like to do with them is create a capsule wardrobe. And a capsule wardrobe is really a very um, – it, it's 
it's a wardrobe that everything goes together, so you kind of can't get it wrong. Um, and you, <laughs> That's good. It, it's kind of dummy-proof, um, which I love, because it, it's, it's easy, and they, they, do, they always know that whatever it is that they choose, whatever combination they choose, they're going to look good. So we do, you know, four tops, four bottoms, um, and they all kind of go together. And to your question like about that. the budget, you can always, you know, I work with people within the budget that they're in. Not everybody is going to be able to afford designer clothing, and I know that. And that's not realistic, and that's not who I'm going for, really. Right. Um, so, and, you know, people kind of going back to that example of, you know, losing weight or whatever, <laughs> let's say somebody is in that process of losing weight, I work with them, too, because, you know, some people lose massive amount of weight, weight and clothes are not going to fit in their closet, you know, so how do they go through that transition and also be mindful of their pocketbook. So, you know, I really kind of take people where they are. I, I went through that after, after my first surgery and, and um, I, I lost 60 pounds and then I lost another wow. 40 after the next surgery. And I mean, nothing, wow. nothing fit. And, um, yeah. I mean, every every time I put on a pair of pants and I went outside, I was I was basically holding my my pants up everywhere I went, and um, <laughs> it was it was really sad. And and um, thank goodness a friend of mine has a consignment shop. Well, she did at the time, and she was going out of business. And so she says, "Okay, tell me what what size you think you wear." And everything she had that size, she brought over to my house and put on my couch. And she says, "Go through everything." whatever fits so I through that process did you were you able to um, did you know what your size was or were you just like way off how did that work for you uh, I was guessing I was guessing okay. well that's why any anything within about three sizes she brought me and just says just oh, see right. what fits you know, because when, when losing that much, I had no clue. Yep, yep, and that's why I asked you the question because I, again, when people lose that kind of weight, you know, they really have no idea where they are um, yeah. in terms of size, not at all. Yeah, well, I, I ended up losing a hundred pounds, and so I, I had no idea. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! So yeah, it was uh, it was very hard to figure. Mhm. I bet. But yeah, but yeah, she she that helped me immensely. And they would just come over and bring like I mean she she just put it all in in bags and and bring it over in like a whole the whole back seat of the car. <laughs> so. Mhm. Well, you had to start from scratch. I mean, nothing. And again, sort of that's what I'm saying. You know, people if they're like, look, I have nothing in my closet that 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 I can wear. It's like, all right, well, we'll let's just start with the basics. Um, and I yeah. help them with the basics. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was funny because there was a lot of stuff that I had that I had, I had taken over and put over there in consignment. So I, I ended up giving some of my stuff back. <laughs> so, oh no way! That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I'm being like, hey, this was for, this was mine. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but stuff I'd had years ago that I had, I had taken over to her, and donated. You know, and and then I was like, hey. This is mine. It fits again. Yay! <laughs> yeah. That's, That's like a mini reunion. 
And I would ask, I said, well, what happened to such and such? She, oh, I saw that. I said, oh, well, crap. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. But, no, I mean, every, nothing nothing was fitting. It was so funny. But, um, wow. yeah, that was, that was, but it was great timing because, like I said, it was right as she was selling the, selling the shop she was selling like a bag full of stuff for a dollar to people and so she oh, says well, yeah. why, why am I not just giving the stuff to you I said well, I don't know <laughs> you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah it's um, it's interesting so do you think that, that some people just need a little help maybe because a lot of times if you just kind of learn how to put things together they may have what they need in their closet but they just mm-hmm. don't know how to put it together. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. You think yeah. maybe that that could help the struggle? Because sometimes I see people with things like you see them multiple times, you know, and and you see stuff and go, that would have looked good with what they had on the other day, you know, <laughs> that kind of deal. Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes they just need, like, like okay, being as tall as I am, I do not wear. Uh, vertical stripes. I don't need mm-hmm. to look taller. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. When I, was yeah. Here, I never wore horizontal stripes. No, did not need to look wider. You know. Right. So I mean, there's there's a right. lot of those kind of things that people just need to know to kind of accentuate or de-emphasize certain things about our our build and our bodies. So what mm-hmm. what do you think about that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, I think some people don't know all of the tricks for their body type. Um, maybe they do know some, like you had just mentioned, but, you know, there's, there's a whole sort of, you know, battery of things that they, that they could learn. But I think, and I, you, had, you had said this a little bit um, earlier, was that, you know, what if people have things in their closet and they just don't know how to put them together? Um, I can't tell you how many times people tell me that, you know, I have this beautiful jacket or I have these beautiful boots. Um, I had a client that said, I have these beautiful boots that I got in Italy and I just can't figure out how to wear them. Right. And so, you know, a lot of times I think people just need sort of that extra eye, you know, for, to help put things together for them that they hadn't thought of um, themselves, um, and just just kind of have that different lens. You bring that different perspective to what is in the closet, um, right? So, and then also, I feel as though you know, people at least at least the people that I deal with, um, my clientele are successful business people. So they have a really robust closet uh, of of professional wear. And how then do you take kind of that professional wear? Um, that's in the closet and transition that into something that I might wear on a date to a happy hour or to dinner. You know, what are kind of some of those transition pieces? So I like doing that too because, again, you know, you want to work with what they already really like, fits them well, you know, ideally. (laughs) Um, And, you know, saves them a little bit of of money and time if they just know how to transition that. Um, So, yeah, I I do start there. And I really like using what's in the closet. The other thing for me, when people do have things in the closet, um, which, by the way, I kind of do push a little bit because it tells me who they are. When you're in somebody's closet, it is a very personal, for some people, very personal 
and kind of sacred space because these are choices of thing of items that they have purchased that they purchased because they like them because you know this dress I wore this to this event and has a story you know these this really tells a lot tells me a lot about my clients um, a lot of the time so right. very often I really kind of push to see what's in there even though they say they don't have anything even if something doesn't work, I like to see, okay, so you do like, you know, I see this moto jacket in here. I see this, like, okay, you've got an edge to you. Like, let's kind of work with that, you know, and, and get, get things that fit you. So, yeah. Right, right. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, now, interesting, interesting question. Do your male clients struggle as much as the women clients? Um, in terms of finding things to wear or in terms of dating? <laughs> um, I think as far as the style part. Okay. Um, I think I would say for both, the end goal okay. really is to, they both want to look their best. Okay, that's good. I think women, uh, yeah, I do. I think guys really, they do want to show up and they they want to look their best. And they are, you know, whether they're going to admit it or not, they are kind of looking at, you know, whether, what other guys are wearing and like, oh, man, can I can I pull that off? Or that guy looks good. And I want to look like that guy. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they may know. They may not sort of always say that. But I think... Overall, I think the goal is always the same. Is you know they want to look confident, they want to look good or feel confident rather, and and, and look good. Um, I think for women, I think men are a little bit more confused about things that work. Like maybe they don't really know about colors. They hadn't thought about colors before. You know, they just kind of threw right. on stuff. Especially if they've been in a par- partnership for a really long time. You know, maybe they really didn't kind of you know do a whole lot. <laughs> maybe their wife, you know, bought stuff for them. And so it was kind of like granimals. Hey, these things go together. Wear it. <laughs> and they, you know, they yeah, obliged. Yeah. But, um, you know, now that they're on their own, it's like, oh, I actually have to think about this. So, you know, I think they kind of struggle in the, the not knowing. I think women are a little bit more keen on knowing things. But you know what? I think there's a lot more to think about, you know, um, there's a lot more variety, there's a lot more pattern to think about, there's a lot more, you know, I, I think there's just a lot more to deal with and to kind of suss that out and really find a style that works for them um, is a little bit more complex. True. I would say, yeah. There was yeah. a hilarious, I'll have to find it if, if I can and send it to you. There was a I love watching um, dry bar comedies. They're just, they're hilarious. And there was one where a man does a routine talking about women's clothes and shoes and that kind of stuff. It is, uh-huh. it is, it's just hilarious. I'll have to send it to you if I can find it. But, <laughs> okay. um, he, he's talking about how, how women being able to just manage women's clothes and the shoes and all this, how it just, it just proves how completely phenomenally organized they are. Just the fact that they can keep the colors straight is just beyond the man. But it, it's a therapy. It really is. So, <laughs> so what, what are some of the biggest concerns that people have about style? 
I think the biggest concern, um, and again, this goes to the group that, that I focus on, I think women that you know, are 40 plus, they want to look put together, they want to look sexy, but they don't want to look slutty. You know, they don't, they want to put themselves out there in a refined way that makes them look attractive, but not kind of too much or over the top and, and age appropriate. And, and I have That's sort of a love and, love and hate. What's that? That's encouraging. Okay. That is. <laughs> um, and I kind of have a, a little bit of a love and hate with that, that sort of concept of age appropriate, because I think, you know, some women kind of box themselves and saying that, oh, that means after 40, you know, you have to be more buttoned up. It's like, well, no, not necessarily. I mean, you have to feel you have to feel your feels. You have to feel how you you feel comfortable and 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 confident. Um, but then also, in a way that makes you yeah, just sort of look that 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 extra level of refinement or curated look. You know, you can look sexy and not trashy. <laughs> you know, when you're twenty, maybe you looked a little bit. You know. Well, I like, you know, I like you can wear different things, but I like uh, sexy yeah, classy. Yeah, I like yeah. sexy classy. You can, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I and so I really kind of push back on people that say, "Oh, I can't wear that." That's 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 this. And it's like, well, all right, look, hang on. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think women really struggle with that looking age appropriate or feeling like you know, they can wear a certain thing or giving license to wear a certain thing after a certain age, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. I would say yeah. that. And and I think for guys, I think they just don't want to look stupid. <laughs> to be honest. They don't want to look you know, I mean to be to be very honest, they don't want they don't they don't really care as much like how they look. It's how they, but their concern is I don't want to look that, you know, that way. Like I don't want to look like that sad dad. I know there's, there's this thing called dad jeans. I don't want that, you know, but put me in right. something that doesn't make me look like that. So there, <laughs> I think they're a lot more willing to kind of do what, you know, take, take my, my direction to make them look a way that they – that won't make them look like the sad dad or, <laughs> oh, okay. or you know, more updated, more updated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it can be like sexy, attractive dad. That's possible. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's cool. And I, and I got to tell you, Nikki, I, I feel like a lot of people that, you know, are dating um, after a marriage where maybe they weren't, you know, weren't really appreciated. They just didn't feel attractive um, in this relationship. You know, they're kind of going through their own things too. And so, right. you know, creating a different style or creating a style where it makes them feel a little bit or a lot more attractive to the people that they want to attract, you know, that's a lot, you know, it's, it's a transition, it's a transformation. And when I work with my clients, I'm very respectful of where, where they are with that. You know, you're, you're dealing with people that, 
you know, have, a, have a little bit of vulnerability going on and, you know, maybe a little bit raw from the, from the um, partnership that they were in previously. And they're really kind of coming into their own. And I really, I love and appreciate that. And uh, I do work with, with people from that perspective. You know, that's where I come in, um, my perspective. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they, they need... They need the help, but they also need that consideration. So that's that's totally mm-hmm. understandable. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, and and there there are things that are age appropriate, but I mean, we we all need to feel sexy to a point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I yeah I. I get completely what you're saying as far as the whole age appropriate and not not squelching your sexuality because of a certain age. I just mm-hmm. like I said, I like I like sexy but classy instead of sexy mm-hmm. but trashy. You know, I just that's mm-hmm. kind of well that's that's kind mm-hmm. of my my whole theme with the show is I'm all for making it sexy, but let's keep it trashy, uh, classy, not trashy. So yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, so recently I actually just a kind of part of that. Um, about two weeks ago, I was speaking with. Um, you know, this wasn't a client. This was somebody I was doing a little bit of networking um, with somebody, and the woman that I was speaking with, um, she's in her sixties and she's dating. And she said to me, "You know, do you help women? You know, older women, obviously speaking about herself or somebody within that age group. You know, do you help them with lingerie?" Um, which I wasn't expecting her to ask, but it was it was an incredible question. Like that's amazing. Yeah, you're even though you're in your sixties or seventies or whatever, like you still want to feel that way. You realize that you're not twenty, but you know you still want to have that and have those experiences. And how can you do that that makes you feel the way you want to feel? You you know, right. uh, sexy and attractive. And and so the answer was yes. You know, there's something. There's something for everybody, you know. So we just exactly. have to find it. That's all. There yep. you go. That's yep. it. Sounds sounds good to me. So, how do you help people, or what's the process for working with people that? aren't used to dating or haven't dated in years and are just kind of getting back out there and getting their feet wet again. Yeah. So my process for working with people is um, usually I kind of do an intake with them. I want to find out what their goals are. Um, and I do like a 15, I, sh- I should probably say this, I do a free 15-minute um, conversation just to get to know them, again, their goals, and to tell them what I can offer them um, and how I think, based on what their goals are and what they're telling me, how we could work together. Um, and then we... Um, we do a virtual closet audit. We talk about, you know, the things that I talked about before, sort of that intake of, um, you know, what's your body type? And I get to know the brands you like. And, you know, just, I get to know the person a little bit more. And that's, and that's about an hour or so we talk about that. And then we do our closet audit. Um, I do personal shopping with them or for them. And then we do an outfit creation. Um, now, where they are in dating 
this could be them kind of ramping up to want to date. So let's say they want to put together a, a profile uh, on a dating app, but they want to have, they want to look put together and they want to have those pictures that really reflect them. So maybe even before dating. Um, so, you know, I work with people that are kind of in that phase, but then also mm-hmm. in a phase where I've started dating um, and you know what, I just, I don't even want to think about uh, putting together outfits. I'm too busy, you know, I'm a, I'm a busy executive, whatever. I just want to know, I just want to have like 10 to 15 go-to outfits, you know, make it happen kind of thing. Um, so just, just, just do it. Um, and again, you know, that's, that's more of like a guy perspective. (laughs) Make it happen. happen. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember those days a long time ago. (laughs) mm -hmm. So, yeah, so it's, you know, I, I do respect where people are on that spectrum of just getting their feet wet starting that profile, maybe haven't started dating yet, but really want to get themselves um, in a position that when they do start dating, they, they feel confident. More, I work with people that are already dating and just, you know, this is what my need is, you know, let, let's see if we can't make that happen. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and so many of these things are, they've got to be individualized because everybody is at a different point they're starting at different points. They have different goals, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, very, very familiar with having to individualize what you do. I, you know, every <laughs> I used to I used to do a lot of of book promotion work for people, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, just cookie cutter. What is it? Blah blah blah. You know, give me give me the price for blah 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 blah." I was like, oh, <laughs> "Things aren't cookie cutter. You know, everybody yeah. has a different need and you know." You got to tell me a little bit about what you need. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Better to you know, the together. other thing that, that I have found when working with my clients is they kind of have, um, you know, they, they, they have sort of their, their things. Like I've, a lot of them have kind of, I don't want to say tried and failed, but have tried and gotten frustrated and, you know, just stopped trying or, you know, like, right. God, you know, I, I, I'm really busty and I just, I just, it's so hard for me to find shirts. So I've been wearing the same three tops for the last, you know, eight months. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yep. everybody kind of has their journey, right? And it's really trying yep. to work that out and, and helping them kind of get past that, that hump. Well, we each, we each know what it is about our body that we're having a hard time finding clothes for, you know? Yeah. So it's what, what is your, your, style difficulty that you just can't find, you know. I I, yep. I talk to people that they just walk in a store and they just reach on the shelf, I mean, on the rack and, and automatically find what they need with no problem. Like, you're just irritating. I've been shopping with people that it takes them like five minutes to find what they need and it fits and it's like, what is with you, you know? But yeah, I, wow, can't imagine. That's why I, I, know. I can I can make my clothes faster than I can shop and find my clothes. So, yeah. wow, <laughs> what what must that it be like? Great. <laughs> great I'd love to have that. Oh, it's so funny. I don't know. So, 
so do people ask you about your dating, dating experiences? I can't imagine they don't ask you. <laughs> um, they do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they do. Uh, well, you know, I feel like everybody feels like their struggle is isolated. Oh, I have a hard time because of this or that, or I can't find a decent, you know, person that is whatever it is. Um, and they, they, they just sort of feel like they're the only ones. Um, and I, you know, I'll, I'll sort of, I won't share my own things because I, I, I don't really like that per se, but I'm a very good listener and I do understand because, you know, I, I am in the dating world. I have dated, at, you know, at this age after a really long relationship. And just, you know, I, I can definitely empathize with people of where, where they are. And I think that's what kind of makes me a little bit more unique than just a stylist off the street um, that I that I do know what they are struggling with um, in the in the whole grand scheme of dating. It's an interesting combination. I, I like I said, I just I hadn't talked to somebody before that does the styling and the dating all together. But it's it's an interesting it's an interesting combination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, I um, you know I dated a. I've gone out on several dates with um, gentlemen that could have used some help. <laughs> I was getting ready to ask you that. I was like, I was like, so you go out on dates with people and go, man, I wish they'd called me first, best talent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I try. As much as I can, I try not to tell people, guys, that I'm a stylist because they're like, oh, either they won't go out with me or they just get all flustered and, you know, they get all worried about what, what to wear, which I guess is a, it means they, you know, kind of care, um, which is a good thing. You know, you should care. Um, but, you know, I don't expect people to show up in, like, the latest, you know, whatever, designer clothes. Like, that's just not realistic. And, and I don't really want that either. But, um, yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Um, that's kind of why I knew that there was a need um, <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, primary data gathering. I did my <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's okay, you know. It's it's okay because we would if you're if you're open to learning and you're open to change and you want to improve the way you know you show up for a date. I mean, I think that's that's what it really takes. You know, you people being open to to uh, to that. I would say. That's it. I'll tell you what, do you want to tell the listeners about the six style struggles and easy-to-do remedies that you put together? Yeah, so I put together this little, um, it's, more, it's more of a guide. And what I've kind of listed out are some of the things that I would say across the board, both men and women deal with in terms of dating. Um, and a lot of it has to do with sort of their online profiles, um, you know, 
again, things that we talked about, the body type, and um, these are really things that are, like I said, easy to do remedies that, that people can address on their own before they go to, you know, a photographer to take professional photos. You know, a lot of people do that. You know, they'll put together sort of a, a grouping of professional photos that really, you know, highlights um, the best, you know, their, their best selves or a stylist. Or so these are things that you can kind of you know just go through your profile. Do you have X, Y, and Z? You know, go through your closet. Do you have these things? You know, that sort of thing before you go to um, to professionals that can help you kind of take it to the next level. I would say so. Yeah. So I it's a it's it's a freebie that you know and the other thing is it helps people better understand where I'm coming from and my perspective on things and so if you like the guide and you want to do a 15 free minute you know consultation after you read the guide and you can kind of you know um, get to know me then then that would be great um, so yeah people can email me um, or go to my website. Um, probably the easiest would be to email me. Um, okay. So I, I gave you my email, all my contacts, right? I did, and it will be on the show page. Oh, so, perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So if you go to lovecoachjourney.com slash style, it will be right there. Oh, good. I'll have all of her website links and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and all of that good stuff and her email so that you can get your copy of the Six Style Struggles and Easy to Do Remedies. Oh, so, thank you, Nikki. Right. It's been great having you here. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our chat. This is so much fun. I did, I did too. I did too, and learned learned some interesting things. And I see, I I needed to clean my closet up before we talked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now I now I have some tips. <laughs> so this is good. Awesome! 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 So, listeners. I hope you got some great information, and I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio.